one way or another or somehow what we all get bugged by is an attempt to somehow express the inexpressible whatever that is you know the little thing a little a little brillo pad of something down inside of each one of us and i suspect that that some people's brillo pad gets rusty very early in life and it begins to fall apart you know how brillo pads fall apart you see them dissolve in the sink and they finally uh, go down the drain, and that's the end of it. Well, some Brillo pads that we're born with, that little Brillo pad of cussedness, that uh, <laughs> that uh, that little, the, what I suppose you could call it, you know, it's been called many, many things, millions of things. Uh, almost every age has another way of calling this thing that's inside each human being another thing. They've tried to define it. They At one point, they called it the soul. Uh, other people call it the essential you, the essential being. Uh, the Oriental religions have about nine different definitions of it, but it's it's that thing, and and you know what I'm talking about. It's hard to, uh, without saying that, that sounds like a cop out to people when you say, well, you know what I'm talking about, but you do, you know, you really do. It's that thing inside of you that as you walk down the street. And you're just alive, and, and the sun is shining, or the sun is not, uh, just a day. And you are actually a, a, a living, walking around machine, converting food, converting air, converting various other things, uh, the sunshine, into a kind of kinetic energy. Uh, it's a trans you're a transformation machine, just like a motor. When you pour gasoline into a motor and it sucks a little air into it and you add a little electricity to it, it uh, turns over and fires and it begins to create this action, this energy, this thing that it spins, this uh, flywheel and the drive shaft and it moves things. Uh, we're all doing that. We're an engine, you know. We really are, whether we like it or not. We are converting food we're converting sunshine and air and light, things we see, things we feel. We're converting all these things into some kind of energy, some kind of energy. We've never been able to quite define what that energy is and what it should do, uh, what, what that machine that we've got, why it's running. It's easy to see why automobile engines are running. It's easy to see because they're making the wheels go round and the wheels take people around and that's the end of it. Uh, we know this, or at least we think we... Although I doubt whether any automobile engine, if closely questioned, if any automobile engine could talk and was asked why he existed, I doubt whether he could comprehend or would even... He would say, I don't know, because he does not believe in carrying people around. He, he, he says, is this all I'm good for? Driving along US-6? Driving along the, the freeway? <laughs> well, so ultimately, we've got the same problem, you know, and everybody, everybody who's converting all this junk in his mind knows the food comes in. You know, you eat just about as much food, say, as, uh, as uh, name a great thinker of our world or a great doer of our world. You eat and and uh, devour and, and convert into energy just about as much food as, let us say, uh, oh, let's say Bertrand Russell does. Probably more. 
you see the world, you're just as much part of the world as he is. And you, you, you observe it, you feel about it. And I think what frustrates most people is the sense that, that whatever that flywheel they've got inside of them, this thing, has never been hooked on to anything. <laughs> it's never, it's just running. And it's a furia- infuriating thing. And, and so somebody says, well, get a job, all right? So he goes down and he gets a job at the Bolton Nut Factory, and he hooks in his machine into that business. And there he is right there again, you know. He has no vested interest in bolts and nuts, and his machine just runs. And I think this is why artists often have trouble in comprehending the walking around guy, because artists are utilizing their machine in their own way. Whereas the walking around guy, his machine is just running in a It's a fantastically maddening thing. And so you have poems about the hell-bound train. <laughs> you do. Uh, and, and so large numbers of people, on the one hand, will believe that if, they, if their machine runs cool and nice and it doesn't run over other people's machines, that they will receive their just rewards after they're gone to that great graveyard of rusted machines. And then the great machine of all will hook them up to some kind of cosmic uh, flywheel and they will be connected into some kind of cosmic power belt and they will be finally at home running their machine and running it properly. Then on the other hand, you, you find you find large numbers of people who won't concede that because they like the way their machine is running. And they, they, uh, they prefer to believe that this is the best of all possible world for human machines. Uh, and I'm talking about the human machine, not in the sense of automation and so on. I'm talking about him as a, as a carbo, carbohydrate, protein, and or slash converting machine that converts one kind of energy into another type. Uh, that is uh, really what a machine is. And uh, so being a machine, we're, we're, we're probably the only machine ever that, uh, that has this little thing inside of him that says, you've got to get on a stick. You're lousing around. You're just fooling around for crying out loud. Get on the ball. And so what we have to do is ultimately sit in great audiences and watch other machines do real things. At least we can pretend they are. And so we, we read novels written by other machines about great machine lives, great machines that have had fantastic conflict and have finally resolved them. We sit in movies and we watch other great machine moments when this machine chick meets this machine guy and they do things that none of the real machines ever do. They just walk around and sit and watch. And so we finally, eventually, ultimately, I suspect, will be converted into a giant audience where even we will become dissatisfied with the humans we see on the screen because we won't believe that anymore. And ultimately, we'll have to be content, I suppose, with watching actual machines make the scene. Because if there's anything we believe in, it's machines. Real machines. I mean, real ones. Infallible. How many commercials have you seen recently that say, untouched by human mind? In fact, there's one insurance company that comes on on TV with a big shot of a lot of machines, and it says, we have finally eliminated the troublesome human factor in contemplating your needs for the future, your hopes and your desires. It's all done now by this big IBM computer that does away with that unreliable human factor related to dreams, ambitions, and the future. Yes, indeed. In hoc, regular conch. Wait till the first machine runs 
for aldermen. Then we're in business.